Hello. Hi. How are you? I am okay. How are you? <sighs> Tired. Yeah, me too. I'm definitely, um, I think it's more of an emotional uh, tired, just spent. Yeah, that's that's it. Like, I got enough sleep. That's not it. Right. Yeah. I was, mm-hmm. and I was, like, really, um... I don't know, not surprised, but I guess that's not the word, but whatever. I was just like, oh, like, I'm really feeling the um, physical, like, like the now, like the physical effect of the emotional toll that Mm -hmm. this uh, entire uh, week of news and, and everything just, yeah, I'm, so I'm like, PTSD. It is seriously for mm-hmm. real. Like it's um, it's just a whole lot. So um, so yeah. Oh, let's yeah. This is wait. Tell me everything. <laughs> this is wait. Tell me everything. The podcast where every now and then we remember to do the introduction. I'm Andrea, and I'm Kristen, and we did it in under two minutes this I time, mean, as opposed to record. rambling on for <laughs> fifteen minutes and then saying the name of the show. Record time. Record time. Um, so yeah, so, um, we're going to just talk about, uh, the, you know, what's going on in our country, um, because that's really all we, like, I mean, and I honestly, I like, I I feel like it's, it's relevant, and so we definitely want to, like, do an episode on it, and at the same time, it's like, it's all that I've been talking about, praying about, posting about reading about for like uh, going on a week now um so I'm also just again just weary weary that's the perfect word yeah yeah I'm weary from it but I do think it's important so we're gonna uh kind of um you know not do our regular format because we just can't see transitioning from the the bigger topics to uh the less so uh, yeah, the entertainment stuff. Like the entertainment stuff, yeah. yeah. Like I, I just don't care. Um <laughs> yeah. I don't like mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy because I spent the greater part of my well, I slept in late. I was like, I'm not doing real estate today. Sorry, I have to sneeze. <laughs> um, bless you. Um, but there's still, you know, a couple things I need to do. I did mm-hmm. those things and I was like, I may or may not check in on what <laughs> this after this Mm -hmm. but I at least did the minimum of what I need to do today Mm -hmm. but I still spent a greater part of my day with you know you know one leadership in my office um with other leaders um in the office about how we're going to respond to this and our owners lack of response Mm -hmm. to us and how that's not okay so you know so I spent you know like maybe a couple hours on that this afternoon and I'm just like I'm so tired (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot and I feel it's just you know um so 
let's you know let's yeah, get into ahead. it let's yeah. get into it um i'm just gonna go off of this one Reuters article that was published this afternoon um because it kind of covers gives a good like kind of wrap up overview. of everything yeah i'll awesome. review um so uh, for, out of Reuters by brendan o'brien and carlos guaria uh, U.S. cities fear more destruction as protesters uh, rage against police brutality. Um, so this is a Reuters out of Minneapolis. It says, <clears throat> major U.S. cities feared another night of violent protests over the death of George Floyd in police custody. Cleaning up streets strewn with broken glass and burnout cars as cu- curfews failed to stop confrontations between activists and law enforcement. What began as peaceful demonstrations over the death of Floyd, who died as a white Minneapolis police officer knelt on his neck, have become a wave of outrage sweeping a politically and racially divided nation. Protesters have, uh, flooding, ha- have flooded the streets after weeks of lockdowns during the coronavirus pandemic that threw millions out of work. Uh, and hit minority communities especially hard. As demonstrators broke windows and set fires, um, police fired rubber bullets and tear gas to disperse crowds in many cities. Uh, In some cases, bystanders and members of the media were targeted. Um, And there's actually a litany of like cell phone videos. There's one article on slate.com that is just a compilation of people uh, both um, just citizens and press who uh, posted videos to their Instagrams or other social media or for in in the case of uh, a lot of the press like to their actual station that um, they belong to with these videos of like um, police just you know firing on them Um, even when they like you know present their press credentials and the whole nine. Yeah. Um, In one video from Minneapolis, a National Guard Humvee, I actually watched this video, a National Guard Humvee rolls down a residential street, followed by what appear to be police officers wearing tactical gear. One officer orders residents to go inside. And these residents, by the way, were sitting on the porch of their home. So they're on their own property. Um, uh, yeah, or, not out in the street, just not, yeah. on their own porch. Literally, like sitting on their porch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The officer orders res- residents to go inside, then yells, Light them up. And you hear that on the video, light them up before shooting projectiles at a group of people on their front porch. Again, the city's curfew does not apply to residents outside on their own private property. Right. Um, in New York City, police arrested about 350 people overnight and 30 officers suffered minor injuries. Mayor Bill de Blasio said police conduct was being investigated, including widely shared videos showing a police sports utility vehicle in Brooklyn lurching into a crowd of protesters who were pelting it mm-hmm. with debris. That was also another video that is out there. And I watched that earlier today. Um, De Blasio said he had not seen a separate video showing an officer pulling down the mask of a black protester who had his hands in the air, then spraying a substance in his face. And I actually saw that, too. This kid, a young black kid, Mm. has his hands up in the air. The officer, he has a mask on, you know, again, with. We're still in the middle of a global pandemic, Right, we're in the middle of a global (laughs) pandemic. Global pandemic. Remember when the only problem we had was a global pandemic, for the love of God? Um, So, yeah, so this kid's standing there with his hands in the air, like, I mean, totally, like, you know, and with a mask on, and I don't know what he said or whatever, 
But again, these officers who have seem to have zero. Sorry, I forgot to put on my do not disturb. Okay, no problem. I didn't hear anything. Okay. Um, these officers who don't seem to have any uh, re- uh, re- recollection of like how to de-escalate a situation, um, instead of just like I mean, because nothing was happening, and he pulls the kid's mask out of his face and sprays his face with what I can only imagine what was pepper spray. Like I don't know what else you would have sprayed him with. Um, so anyway. Um, the closely packed crowds and demonstrators, um, some not wearing masks, spark fears of resurgence of COVID-19, which has, by the way, killed more than 100,000 Americans. Mm-hmm. Violence spread overnight despite curfews in several major cities, rocked by civil unrest in recent days, which include Atlanta, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Denver, Cincinnati, Portland, Oregon, Louisville, and Louisville, Kentucky. Philadelphia on Sunday moved the city's curfew earlier to 6 p.m. from 8 p.m. And actually tonight in Los Angeles, the curfew has also uh, been moved up. I saw that. Um, I was like, six. Jesus. Well, you know, I, I actually, when they said eight o'clock yesterday, I was kind of like, it's going to be nighttime by then. Like, that's too, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, that's I think they forgot that it's summertime. You know, like, I was like, right. eight o'clock, like, it's, um, you know, it's, that's, you know, you really want to do it, like, before the sun goes down mm-hmm. and not give people the opportunity to, like, come, you know, to be out already under cover of night. Mm-hmm. And last night, people were just, I mean, I'm watching the live feed um, because there's a, there was a ton of, drama over by Park La Brea and the Grove over there. Yeah, you know? It was like crazy. And I'm watching the live newscast from that area, which, you know, uh, just for listeners, um, that's only like three miles north of where, three, four miles north of where I live. Um, and I am watching the live cast at like 9.30 last night. And there's just all sorts of people out, like people walking the streets, people walking their dogs on Melrose, like people in cars, like just, you know, regular, like, I was Mm -hmm. like, did anybody get the memo about the eight (laughs) o'clock? It's Mm -mm. 930. Like, it was crazy. Folks out there filming, you know, on their video, you know, their video phone. It's just like, go inside. Like, I don't even understand. Like that, that it was just so crazy mm. to me. I was like, if you're, you know, and these not necessarily people that were, there was, they're definitely like a group of like kids who like were clearly out there, like just, you know, um, climbing like up to rooftops and hanging off of awnings and doing all kinds of wild stuff. But for the, but the other folks, I was just like, they were like grown folks. I was like, what are you doing? Go inside anyway um so yeah curfews um all businesses closed and um and then um a local tv station in philadelphia showed images of groups of protesters attacking police cars setting one on fire while others went into nearby stores and came out with armfuls of merchandise um and that's another thing that we're just seeing even today just now in santa monica actually Santa Monica here, they made their cur- they moved their curfew all the way up to four o'clock because mm. they were like, first of all, it's Santa Monica, so you know those folks out there are like, please, Mm-mm. please, please leave our neighborhood. Like you, you all don't live here. Um, number one, and and so there was protests 
And it was so interesting. I thought, actually, it was NBC News, NBC4 LA. And they did a really good job, I thought, in terms of broadcasting, um, like, what was actually happening and differentiating between the two groups. Because over on Ocean Avenue, which is, you know, right there by the coast, Mm -hmm. um, you had a group of Black Lives Matter um, protesters who were, like, an official, like, group of protesters, like, peacefully protesting, like, both sitting and kneeling in the street with signs and the whole nine or whatever, right? And there's them. And then over by, like, closer to Third Street Promenade off of, like, Fourth and Santa Monica over there, um, there's a whole other, like, vibe of, like, just crazy stuff, like, people looting REI, Patagonia, all those, like, just running in and out. Because you know we love Patagonia. Right. <laughs> I mean, and and it, was, it was, they had a guy, a reporter on the ground over there by the, uh, where all the looting was taking place. And he was just doing a really good job of saying like, this, there's a whole other, like, this is just chaos over here. This is not an organized, these are not protesters. These are not like, you know, this is like, he's like, it's organized, but it's like for the sake of like, you know, basically like criminal activity. Like Mm -hmm. he was like, they said him and his producer and his camera crew watched as like, uh, cars would pull up and a bunch of like a bunch of people would get out but the driver would stay like idling in the street the people would get out run into the store and um and they could see the driver had his like timer on like or like like watching their watch or whatever and then at the two minute mark they'd start honking to like let them know like two minutes had already gone by and at the three minute mark they'd start like shouting out like it's three minutes three minutes three minutes and then Everyone at, that had gotten out of the car would come back out of the store with, like, basically everything that it gotten their hands on in the three minutes, then jump back in the car, and then they'd, like, pull away. Mm. And so he was like, so, yeah, that's what's happening here, and that has nothing to do with what's going on over there, like, five blocks down. That's, like, actually the actual protest with the real, like, you know, people who are actually, like, um, activists or whatever, you know? Mm. So anyway, I just thought I was like, I just wanted to give a shout out to NBC for LA for making the distinction and making like an effort to say like, there's two different things happening here. And some people are just um, it all together. And that's what we were saying. A lot of um, the looting here or other places that I've seen, like, you know, I just watch very minimal footage has been non-black people, but I'm like, we're still getting blamed for everything. Right. So, yeah. like, that's annoying because I literally on the news watching when it first started here in Atlanta saw a white woman push a bicycle cop over. Wow. And I was like, um, y'all just gonna let her do that? Like, right. What is happening here? What is going on? Um, yeah, so, Mayor, um, in St. Paul, Mayor Melvin Carter told CNN, uh, today um we are seeing in saint paul and obviously around the country this level of rage and anger that frankly is legitimate as we see this horrific video of george floyd being just suffocated to death unfortunately it's also being expressed right now over the past week in ways that are destructive and unacceptable um so uh, co- you know, while covering the protest in Minneapolis on Saturday night, two members of the Reuters TV crew were hit by rubber bu- bullets. A Reuters photographer, 
uh, Reuters photographer's camera was smashed as attacks against journalists covering civil unrest in the U.S. cities intensified. In response to the protest, Target Corps announced it was closing 100 stores with about 30 in Minnesota. And then from the White House, uh, the administration of President Donald Trump, who has called protesters thugs, will not federalize and take control over the National Guard for now. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien said today, Trump said today as well that the U.S. government will designate anti-fascist group Antifa as a terrorist organization. Um, It was not clear how many, if any, of the protesters participating in demonstrations are from Antifa. Um, Trump said um, on Twitter that um, he wrote, get tough Democrat mayors and governors. These people are, in all caps, anarchists. Call in our National Guard, all caps, now. The world is watching and laughing at you and Sleepy Joe is this what America wants? Question mark. No. Three exclamation points. Um, apparently, Sleepy um, Joe is Joe Biden, <laughs> but he's not anything. He can't do anything. But what you can do is nationalize. <sighs> the okay. Yeah, Sleepy Joe apparently is his nickname for Joe Biden. This is the first I've heard of. This. Yeah, and I was like, Sleepy Joe <laughs> don't have a job right now. Right, like Sleepy Joe can't is do unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> he that's all he can do is sleep. Like he can just mind his business oh, at his own gosh. personal home. Um, but he is, has not been elected to do anything, whereas you have been elected <laughs> to do something. And yes. you are on Twitter having Twitter ban some of your posts. How yes. the hell? You are the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. Girl. I mean Yeah. And you've got yeah, you're light you're lighting up all the alerts on Twitter. So um with just your you wanna oh, so crazy. Just so dumb. Mm-hmm. Um Internationally, in London, protesters took to Trafalgar Square on Sunday, all today, today, chanting, no justice, no peace. A crowd descended on the U.S. Embassy in Berlin, calling for police officers to face justice. Um, there's actually a whole article about all the different um, places around the world, Italy, Iran, all these places that where there's also been protests um, since the video's gone, obviously, global viral um, of George Floyd. Um, um, let's see the arrest on murder charges on Friday of Derek Chavan, the police officer seen kneeling on Floyd's neck, has failed to satisfy, satisfy protesters. Three officers who stood by as Floyd died have yet to be charged. Floyd's name is only the latest to be chanted by protesters over the perceived lack of police accountability for violent encounters that resulted in the death of black men. Um, so that's, that's this whole article. Um, it's just, um, it's too much y'all. Like it's just, it's too much. And Uh, the thing is, um, I am tired of the comments about the riots and the lootings. Like this is not the correct way to protest, Right. Um, if I hear one more person say that, I'm going to lose. Like, I'm trying not to curse. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, I was like, especially, you know, especially as a history major. Like, mm-hmm. 
when people say that, I'm like, you sound like an idiot. Speak on it. Um, yeah. And also, we've done peaceful protests. Yeah. For ages, decades. 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 People, people are still mad at Colin Kaepernick. Still mad. Like, still oh. have decided he is persona non grata in the NFL, persona non grata just everywhere. Um, because he peacefully decided to demonstrate every Sunday by kneeling. The least like offensive form of protest like you could do. And I I thought about that. I thought about when Kobe Bryant and other and LeBron James wore the Mm. we can't breathe shirts during before the game. People were people lost their minds. Lost their minds. minds. So I saw this and I was like, I guess this is the viral box. Uh, Mike Pence tweeted this. Oh, yes. T- yes, read that. I saw that too. We believe in law and order in this country. Hmm. We condemn violence against property or persons. Like the property was first. Um, we mm-hmm. always stand for the right of Americans to peacefully protest and let their voices be heard. And some very, you know, person who basically thought of what we all thought mm-hmm. uh, he's like remember when Colin Kaepernick peacefully protested and you stood your blank up and walked out the game right like yeah and like he did the same thing during like I think a, a production of Hamilton where he was there <laughs> and they like said something about <laughs> him or like the government and he like left during that performance and like oh it's classless and okay so again I've Posted about this on my personal Facebook page. It's like the only form of protest people want is silence. They don't want you to say nothing. That's right. It. So like, just say that. Don't say like, oh, it needs to be peaceful. And just, you don't care if you care more about right. property and about a building right. than an actual person losing their life. I don't want to hear from you. Yeah. And the other thing, the people, you know. um, destroying their own community well i don't know what they doing over there but in atlanta they burned up buckhead oh did they? yes they went downtown and they went to buckhead yeah and it's funny because that's the same thing here because you know what the demographic yeah, is over by that, the grove and I saw people, because I'm in some LA group still, complain like, oh, that's just a shame. They don't even know what they're doing. And I was like, again, y'all. No, they know exactly what they're yes, doing. Yes, and y'all care more about a restaurant that y'all really can't even go to eat in yet. Barely. Right. Barely. Then um, why they're doing that. So, right. And the thing is, like, you have to do it in an area like that for people to care. Yeah, because when you know you do your own community, they're like, "Oh, we don't care about that. Go burn up. We ain't rebuilding. We not putting those over right. there." And I was like, "Oh, this is way smarter." If as a as a as a form of like getting people's attention, mm-hmm. which is the right. purpose of like you know a riot, like when you're yeah, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, it's yes. unheard the protest of the unheard. So yeah, when you yes. get to this level, yeah. That's we wanted to hurt other people. So I think someone told me earlier they were at like the um yeah, downtown at the Capitol building. There have been police stations, mm. courthouses, like Yeah. Yes. I wanna say it was in Nashville where they burnt like I, I saw a headline, I didn't read the article, but um that the I think it was in Nashville where the 
like an old like I think it's it's actually pretty sad too um that it was like kind of like a historic landmark um courthouse mm. was burnt down in like the you know main thing or whatever but um you know as opposed to like Target which just feels a little less but even that I like <sighs> Target's response you see what their president said like their CEO yeah yeah because yeah. like what Target that. has insurance Right. They're okay. And that's, that's, <laughs> I was like, they're going to be fine. And that's, you know, and I posted about that um, in, on my uh, Facebook page, because I think, you know, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, the lack of response or, you know, the silence that like a lot of people are like, that just feels kind of like, really, you're not talking about this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, um, and I've been like sitting back and watching that too, amongst like my own, like, um, friends on Facebook mm-hmm. and it's just so interesting to me you know the fact that you know I I you know because I had been posting about the, the George Floyd mm-hmm. yeah. a murder f- from the get-go like from the day that it mm-hmm. went viral <clears throat> and I was getting all the, all the like you know comments and you know likes and hearts and whatever from like all the you know mm-hmm. all my all my like you know, brown and black skin friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, and you know, whatever. I was like, all right. And then as soon as the rioting began and, and all of that, like all of a sudden, like all this whole other group of people that had just been kind of silent, mm-hmm. all of a sudden took to Facebook to post about like, this is a shame. But I'm like, wait a minute. Why, like, there, something has been a shame this whole entire week. Yeah, this is not the ne- shame. <laughs> but this ain't this ain't the thing to be shame about. You, we should. I was just like, why Stop are you killing just people? Now getting on and here? this wouldn't happen if, if there was justice. There would be peace. Like this wouldn't happen. This right. is an effect. Yeah, it's cause and effect. Yeah. It's simple cause and effect. And, um, you know, and then people saying things like, yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, Rodney King all over again. And I was like, thank you for bringing that up. Why yeah, is this still right. happening? <laughs> right. Did, let's let's just be clear and do the math. Rodney King was 29 years ago. Mm-hmm. 29 years, nearly mm-hmm. three decades ago. And we're still dealing with the same exact thing all over again mm-hmm. i mean and it's not like oh it hasn't happened again in 30 oh, years no, like, it's continuously it's happened over yeah and over and over and over this is just the most recent of the many examples of police brutality and it's just the and it's nothing new it just keeps getting caught on film more and more often because everybody's has got a camera, a camera in, their, in their pocket that's the only yeah, difference so it's just, that's the only difference. Nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you can even reach back to something that happened 30 years ago so readily and have that to compare it to should be the first clue that <laughs> there's a problem, that there's a major problem. And that, you know, and like you said, like, I think, you know, everyone's been quoting Martin Luther King with, you know, the whole idea that riots are the language of the unheard, but it's true. Like, because you don't like it when we do it silently. You don't want to talk about it. No one wants to address this. And Nobody like, wants you know, to you be sh- uncomfortable. It's okay if we Nobody... die because right. you don't want to be uncomfortable. That's privilege. Right. And, that is. Yeah. You know, so it's just, um, 
it's it's so ridiculous to me, you know, that that, you know, and like and it's really disheartening. I think that's been one of the things that has just been so disappointing in all of this is just watching um, watching when people finally decide to speak or what they actually finally decide to speak on and what brings people out from their kind of quiet, whatever, like, you know, sitting back and like voyeuristically watching it all until they finally feel led. And the thing that you are outraged by is a burning building instead of, you know, a being life. outraged by like a man just losing his life on the street for no reason, for nothing. A, a, possibly a $20 counterfeit bill is the be- was the beginning of mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, and okay. people are like, oh, he committed a crime. Like, oh my God, that is not punishable by death. Like, <laughs> forgery. Right. And if it was, yeah. you know, in any kind of, um, you know, like, not a white collar crime, but you know, like any financial crime, like, oh my God, how many people would be our president? Hello. I mean, hi. I mean, come Hello. on. But um, just to address some other things that are annoying me, um, I don't know how many white listeners we have, but um, your silence on this, you know, you afraid, you know, I've heard today so many, you know, said, I said in dealing with this, you know, work thing, so many of the white people are afraid to say anything because they don't want to say the wrong thing. And my thing is, it's very, you know, tell the, tell the, tell your truth and let the chips fall where they may. Because, you know, your silence is telling me a lot. You not saying Mm -hmm. anything is telling me a lot. You know, don't worry about saying the wrong thing because the thing is, it's an opportunity for you to get better. Let's just use it as an opportunity for you to become a better person if you say the wrong thing. And if you say the right thing, then that's saying more to the people around you, um, people who consider you friends. Like, I know, like, there are relationships that have been forever severed, like, in the last week because of the things that people um, have said. And, um, yeah, and I'm just like, don't... Oh, it's just so annoying. I'm sorry. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's exhausting. Uh, it is. And I'm, getting, I'm like, and again, in all of this, on top of me trying to work, like, this job that's super stressful, and people, like, other agents being crazy, um, I was like, okay, I had my running with a Kara this week. But I was like, just being like crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like all the work stuff and business stuff I have to deal with. You know, like, oh yeah, in the middle of that, like my uncle's funeral that I couldn't go to and had to like watch on a freaking computer um, right. and not like be able to be there with my family and all the, you know, mom and dad stuff and all the anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Like, May is a emotional landmine it's your worst month it's like my worst month anyway so I'm always trying to like take care of myself and watch my mental health and oh yeah oh we're in the middle of a global pandemic and you know I'm like not at home right now like was trying to transition back to home um this week and like all this crazy stuff is going on now um like near my place of business near where I live um, mm. And I recently found out also, like, the highest cases in Fulton County are in my neighborhood. 
So I'm like, mm. I don't feel great about moving. <laughs> you know, like right, maybe not time to go back home. Yeah, yet. so it's it's kind of like it's too much. And like I really appreciate. It. I do have some of my um, old junior league friends who are so mm-hmm. sweet who like check on Aww. me like on a regular basis. That's good. I love your junior league people. Yeah, and so a couple of them you know, check in just to see, like, how I'm doing, whatever, like, there's something that's going on with Atlanta, <laughs> like, they're like, right. what's going on, are you okay, are you safe, you know, like, how's it going, and so I just, like, appreciate that, like, so much, like, that's what you do, check on your friends, like, at the very yeah, least, at the very least, check on your friends, your black friends, ask them, you know, how they're feeling, listen, Right. Don't try to solve anything or come up with any bright ideas. No, you don't do that. Just listen. Ask them if they need something. That's what you do. Ask what they need. Yeah. And do that. Do those things. Be a friend. Be a be friend. Like, like, be a friend. Like that's what like that is ultimately that is what being an ally really is. It's like being a friend, being kind, um, thinking about other people empathetic and and curious you know like if I'm your friend like I'm curious to see like you know like how are you doing or what are you thinking how are you processing this mm-hmm. um you know like because that's that's what being an ally looks like it's it's exactly the same as what you would do for a friend um that you're like that you sincerely like you know care about and just you know want to you know be be there for mm-hmm. um so it's just um it, it's it's that I feel like that part can be so simple and um and so what's disheartening is when we see you know just people not doing that and then um instead you know coming out with their own like you know random rhetoric about things or whatever and you know wh- one of our um mutual friends um she posted on her page and she was like uh if you are if you like in a few weeks are wondering where I am and why you haven't seen my posts um, and you realize that we're not friends anymore on here. It's because of something you popped off and said. Oh, yes. <laughs> I saw that. And I see that? died. I was like, I was yep. cracking up. But I was like, yep. Like some folks are just going to like get ghost ghosted oh. on uh, on their social media platforms because it's like, yeah, you know what? You were talking a whole lot of crazy and I don't have the space for it right now. And guess what? I don't have to. I could just unfriend you. Oh, but the thing <laughs> is, like, what? Okay, there's, like, an agent. I think she's based in, like, D.C. or something. And she follows. You know, we follow kind of other people or whatever. And she, like, mm-hmm. unfriended somebody. Stop, no, I think it was on Instagram. She unfollowed them based on uh-huh. something crazy that they said about supporting the police mm-hmm. um, during this time. And she unfriended her. And the lady came and was like, why did you unfriend me? Like, unfollow me. And she's like, I'm like, first of all, why are you keeping track like that? Right. That you can, I don't notice when people unfriend me until, like, really, it's like something where I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh- right. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know that I've ever noticed. Like, I don't, I you know, like, I'm, uh, and I don't get mad at people that I know personally, like, unfriend me. Because the fella has I'm unfriended like, hey. me, like, several times. <laughs> You know what? And that's you know exactly. I'm just like I don't care. I know you're in real I life. I know you in real I life. See you all the time. Like that's fine. I'm like I get it. You don't want to see one more picture of my dog. Yeah. In my I understand. <laughs> oh, I get it. 
<laughs> I understand. That's too much for, for you. I'm good with that. I don't take it personal. It's not a big I don't thing. take it personally. They might, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's just it's like fun. the lady was like, um, I you know the whole I have black friends. A black person Ugh. like practically raised me. Um, she didn't kind of put in there that it was her paid nanny. Um, like she had a mammy. So oh, I'm like, wow. girl, that's not the same. Stop. Stop talking. Yeah. Like you know, like just staff. <laughs> somebody, yeah. Oh my gosh. You had staff. You had black staff. You had black what you're staff. They are not your family. I don't care what anybody <laughs> say. Cause she sure don't think you as of her family. She takes her right. home to her real family. She takes her home to her real family every night. Yes. Oh my word. Yes. That is horrible. Oh my God. So I, it's just been yeah, like I said, today, like I rest, you know, I stayed in. The little one kind of came and was like, Why are you still in bed? You did not come to church and you have not got out the bed yet. And I was like, Okay, I can go to church without going into the sunroom. I watch church. Well, I can hear it through the door, first of all. Right. And then I looked at church on my phone from my church at home. And so I was like, So yeah, I did church. Thank you. I was like, I'm not feeling well today. And she's like, you're sick? What's wrong? Your stomach hurt? And I was like, no, just not feeling good. She's like, I said, I'm not, I didn't say I was sick. I said, I'm not feeling well. She's like, hmm, okay. Well, are you going to get up? I was like, okay. And Ooh, that, babies. That was about 12. Yeah, she was like, I'm like, usually you're the one sleeping until, yeah. Right. Um, no. The other, other interesting aspect of this um, is, uh, it was mentioned in the article was, uh, the fact that, you know, we've said a few times, we're, we are just in the middle of these, uh, the country reopening at varying levels across the country. People have been on, you know, in sheltering in place for, you know, eight to 10 weeks now, depending on where you live. And so there's also like, I just think it's also the interesting effect of like, all this happening as just as people are coming out of sheltering in place mm-hmm. or just barely like here in LA County, it just on Friday, they decided that we would move to stage three with like very, like a, kind of like a, um, a, an amended stage three where they said beauty salons could open up rest dine in could do like a quarter percent capacity, uh-huh. you know? So it was, it's like very limited. Um, I've seen people so very was, lax though. I've seen like a lot of people with gatherings with no mask recently. Yeah. And so like, you know, it's just interesting. Like, I just think there's just this set. I think that there's the combination of the, the reaction and the, the like the rage and the anger and the frustration of the entire dynamic of um, police brutality in our communities coupled with this like already existing like we need to like you know it's Mm -hmm. summer like we want to get out we're ready to get out like when is this going to be over Mm -hmm. whatever it was just kind of like this very strange marriage of like these two things that are probably never going to combine again you know and Keisha told them all y'all out there my mayor Keisha all y'all out there yeah y'all better go get tested go right because they're just Go on and do it. Oh my gosh, that press conference! You're okay, made. okay. So <laughs> I didn't see the whole thing. That was I the blackest. Because <laughs> all the cussing, the all, the uh, cussing. all the cussing, all. I was like, is this? A- <laughs> I thought it was like a sketch. 
Almost. It was it was crazy. I mean, some really good things were said, yeah. but I, like you know, like you had like kind of a a, a a litany of like activists who spoke or whatever, and like I mean, it was it like like folks were like putting down the one girl. I don't know who she is because it just said activists underneath the mm-hmm. you know the scroll thing or whatever. I don't even think it said her name, but the girl with the braids, she had like a you know, and she just like spoke on it. And she, she like read, she basically read everybody the right act. You like was just like, this is, this is what's happening. And if you want to act like, you know, and she, it was, she was so, so good. Like she just hit every point. Mm-hmm. Everything she said was just like, she was, yeah, she was amazing. And my trip, <laughs> Keisha was like, take your ass home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mama. Mama Keisha. Mama Keisha was like, listen. She looked tired. Stop it. She looked. I'm sure she yeah, is. Like, too much. All these mayors, mm-hmm. all these mayors, and all these governors, and all these cities are not getting the support. Any sleep and any... yeah, they're not getting support, oh. and they're not getting any sleep. Like, I mean, no. your city is basically burning down. Yeah. Like, what do you? You can't. You're not going home. No. Oh, and what? So, oh, and I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it was like Ti. I'm just like be quiet. But when Killer Mike got up, yeah, with his shirt. That said, kill your masters. Uh, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I'm watching this press conference like, what? Only what in happening? Atlanta. Only in Atlanta. Like, I was like, oh my God, this city is just dope. It's so funny to me. Yeah, people are like, yo, we don't do this in Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, so Atlanta from when I was here the first time 30 years ago. Versus Atlanta now is very different, and people need to start acknowledging that. Um, mm-hmm. It is becoming less black every year, right? So sure. uh, don't keep talking about you know we own this. We don't. It's still very much very black. You know we own fifty percent of the businesses are African American mm-hmm. owned. You know it is compared to other cities. But compared to what it used to be, it's not the same. So mm. that part, I was just like, okay, y'all, calm down. Um, but yeah, it that Killer Mike, first of Killer all, Mike. like I know who Killer Mike is. And he's, you know, that's pretty much what he is. He's an activist, whatever, whatever. But the name, you know, I think some people weren't ready for that on their news <laughs> program. Um but I was like, oh, I know there are people at home going, what is this in stuff? <laughs> like, what is this? Yes. Happening? Yes, girl. <laughs> yeah, it was um, this revolution will not be televised stuff that was just like hysterical to me. I was like, this is, I mean, like, again, funny, not funny, but it was just yeah, like, it was like a you little said, bit of like comic relief for me while watching what was happening and I have to say like you know people you know some black people were mad about you know what she was saying telling the protesters to go home but I was like she's the mayor she has to say that like that's what she's supposed to say to to get law and order and you know like things calmed out in her city um I did like how um we had an incident that god happened late last night Mm. um where a Spelman student I don't know if you saw the Spelman student and a Morehouse grad were trying, they were, you know, because I actually know a lot of people who've done this too. They have been driving around just to see what's happening 
not involved. Okay. I'm just like, oh God, I've walked, I drove past Linux and this is gone and this da da da. So a lot of people are doing right. that. So apparently there was a Morehouse, I mean, a Morehouse graduate and a Stonehenge student who were driving through t- and they were trying to get home. Our curfew in Atlanta is not until 9 p.m. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, that feels like that feels really late. Yeah, so I don't know, but I don't know if that was just for yesterday. If they're gonna bring it up today, I'm not in Atlanta, so I'm like, whatever. Um, so I think they, um, because it was very late when she imposed it, so I don't know if that was just because like it's kind of hard to put a six o'clock curfew when like you're just put you know whatever. I think there's like so a lot of people still didn't even know about the curfew. Like they got. Uh, um, a warning that the curfew was at nine o'clock. Like some people got it at ten o'clock, some people got it like at nine thirteen. So like it didn't like a lot of people didn't uh, get it at like you know before it happened. So apparently okay. these um you know this couple I don't know their couple of friends or whatever they were trying to get home or get wherever they're going before nine o'clock. But of course there's all kinds of traffic, so they got mm-hmm. caught up in it, and the police stopped them. I guess the police officer came, went up to her and asked her, you know, to get out the car. And she looked at the guy to kind of like say like, Hey, like what, what's happening? What should I do? The police officer opened her door, dragged her out, tased her, put her on the ground, like broke the window, like did the same thing to him. um, And then like put them into custody. She was released because she did not do anything. Well, like, if you're in your car, like, what could you possibly be doing? Tell them to go home, and that's the end of it. Go, right. Tell them you have to go home. The end. So, Keisha, Yeah, get on out of yeah, here. Yeah, Keisha has quickly fired those two officers that were involved. Oh, see, and that's from my Others mom. around it were um, put on desk duty while they're being... You know, investigate or whatever. But I appreciate that swift action. She's like, "Oh yeah, we saw yes. the videos. Uh, me and the police chief, we reviewed it. We saw that this was excessive. Uh, right. <laughs> we spoke to the presidents of the colleges, like you know, the president of you know Spelman Morehouse, the AUC, were like on it. The alumni were on it, Perfect. like raising money to get you know for bail or whatever that they needed. You know, so it was." very quick and that was that was great but that's and that's the difference right like yeah you know like that's what needs you know what I we keep going back to I think in a lot of these conversations is you know well people you know because people are like well they arrested him or whatever it's like okay but because there was video and it still took like three days Mm -hmm. you know like what and the other people who assisted still haven't been arrested yet and the still and the, the three people and I'm sorry like that is that is such the like just the core of the issue the fact that you had the one guy kneeling on him the other two were holding him down like other parts of his body mind you he's already in handcuffs with his hands behind his back on the floor prostrate face down and you've got the one like Asian officer who's like basically the hold your coats guy, you know, like he's oh, but you like, know, like he's the brother-in-law of the perpetrator. I heard, yeah. I saw that later, but I was like, you know, but I'm just like the fact that like none of y'all were like, dude, come on, because clearly the people that were videoing it 
and all the crowd that was gathering as this was happening and we're saying like hey man come on man that's enough get off of him all you know like they're telling him like he can't he's he look you're like he's already he's not resisting get up off of him whatever there he's not responding to anybody in the crowd the only people that could have possibly intervened on george floyd's behalf would have been another officer to say to a fellow officer dude come on like enough like let's we're good but nobody did that Oh, and Nobody I heard did that. Yeah, I got some insight on that too today. Someone was uh, had a conversation with a friend. They were talking about mm. their friends in um, law enforcement, other officers, mm-hmm. and they're like, every time something like this happens, they're like, it's a problem. Like we, you know, we, you know, it becomes like you know, kind of a powder keg. It's a thing. He was like, the reason why, because my whole thing was, because a friend commented on something, and I was like. People are like, oh, all cops aren't bad. Or like, okay, yeah, all cops aren't bad. They don't kill people or use excessive force. But if you know that this is happening, you're not trying to correct people. You're not trying to get them fired. Uh, You're not trying to put systems in place to to, um, enhance training. You're you're part of the problem because you're letting this live. Exactly. And like I said, these three officers, nothing, no no charges have been pressed on them yet. They have all been fired, but there haven't been any any criminal charges pressed on them yet. And at the minimum, this is depraved indifference, like just Mm -hmm. watching somebody else. Just if you stand around and watch somebody else kill somebody, you're you're not a murderer, like directly, but like you allowed it like you you showed a, a level of indifference that allowed this to take place. And to boot, you're you're supposed to be law enforcement. You're supposed to be protecting and serving. Yeah, um, I had a um a Facebook friend put like, why are they not arrested yet? If I was with a group of people, one of those people committed a crime, and they get back in the car with me, and you know I know about it, I'm an accessory. I get taken down yeah. too. Why are they not? Right. You know that's why. Oh, to double back again, me and my storytelling. Yes. But um, okay. they were basically saying that the black cops a lot of times don't speak up because if they do and like get someone in trouble or report mm. anything when they're out in the field and they need backup the white officers mm. won't come right right he's like they won't come or they're slow to respond so they're like it's like you know and i was like that's again that is a problem like you have to right. do your job like it's so, right. yeah so that's their way of yeah like oh retaliation mm-hmm. Well, I will say the other headline story that I was like kind of the um, uh, light at the end of the tunnel or just the beginning of steps in the right direction. I posted this on my page, I think, as well. Um, Out of uh, Forbes.com is um, an article that's basically uh, in some cities, police officers join protesters marching against brutality. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. Um, And this was actually... Uh, there's there's parts of this like there's some videos that were embedded inside this article that really like just like brought me to tears because um as you know as we're talking about like this is part of the problem like this to me feels like so much part of the solution right that like if we're gonna ally if you're gonna be a real ally then you need to be able to shed whatever it is that you know is has been keeping you back and become a part of the solution and and actually literally like join ranks which is what's um, uh, shown here so just real quick from this article it says this protest sparked by george floyd's death entered their 
chaotic fifth day. Social media filled with images and video of police officers using batons, tear gas, rubber bullets to quell crowds. But some squads joined in with Saturday protesters to express their stance against police brutality and to show solidarity with the anti-racist movement. Um, and so you have out of um, Genesee County Sheriff Chris Swanson um, in Flint, Michigan, he tells the crowd, we want to be with y'all for real. We, I took my helmet off, laid the batons down. I want to make this a parade, not a protest. Mm-hmm. And he joined, joined the crowd. Then um, officers in Camden, New Jersey, helped carry a banner that read, standing in solidarity and seemed to join in with the crowd, chanting, no justice, no peace. Uh, in Santa Cruz, California, police chief Andy Mills took a knee with protesters in the pose made famous by Colin Kaepernick with the department tweeting it was, quote, in memory of George Floyd and bringing attention to police violence against black people. And then um, two Kansas City, Missouri police officers, one white man, one black man, were photographed holding aloft a sign reading and police brutality. Uh, in Fargo, North Dakota, an officer was seen clasping hands with protest organizers while holding up a sign reading, we are one race, the human race. Sorry, I'm like getting emotional reading this. Yeah. Um, Officers in Ferguson, Missouri, participated in a nine and a half minute kneel in Floyd's memory with tears erupting from the crowd. Um, despite the moments of solidarity, there was other conflict that broke out between protesters and police in different cities, including Kansas City, Fargo and, and, and Ferguson. Um, so anyhow, um, and then the article is just like I said, a bunch of embedded um, Instagrams from all these different things. Um, but, you know, like this is like I just... I have to like continue to, you know, um, believe that there's got to be some end to this or like, you know, some, mm-hmm. some beginning of an end to this. Right. And it's, it's people like this, like officers within the ranks themselves need to be the agents of change inside those agencies. Yeah. Like it has to happen from within. Like we can't, there's not like, there's only so much that like, a group of citizens protesting can make happen. Um, so, um, so yeah, so it's, um, it's, you know, there, bit, there definitely been, you know, a few little um, bits of like, you know, things like that of people just really, there was um, in Louisville, there was a group of um, white protesters who linked arms to separate um, the police um, from the, um, from the Black Lives Matters protesters. So like created like a barrier, a human barrier between um, the police and the um, the protesters. And then there's also, did you see the thing of the uh, policeman who got separated? Oh yeah, from they the protected his, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like all the like Black Lives Matters people like were um, protesters had gathered and formed like a semicircle around him mm-hmm. to keep him safe because he was like the lone officer um had gotten like you know left behind by the like his group somehow oh. um so i mean there's been all these moments of like genuine like humanity and genuine attempts mm-hmm. of people um you know trying you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like and that's like i feel like that's all we're like asking is just like just try a little like just be like dip and yeah like just dip into your humanity and um and dig deep if you have to and like just try like this is you know like you how how can you not be moved to action of some sort 
um, when you see something like this happen? And how can you not like it, you know, like when you jump so quickly to start questioning or whatever, you know, it's just, I don't get it. Like, I don't, what are you waiting to find out? What are you waiting to see? Oh, that's the worst. Let's, let's hear all the facts. The facts Mm -hmm. are a white man went into a church and killed nine people. And somehow he got to the station safely and unharmed. And even with some Burger King. Right. So I can't think of anything I've seen that any of these people do that was as heinous as that. So if this truly evil person can somehow make it safely and have a trial that I, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. Right. There's no more facts that I need to hear. I don't need any other facts. Stealing and then, something you know, the, the punishment for stealing something is not death here. It isn't. And and there's also due process. Yeah. So first first you need to prove that I actually did it. Right. Um, Innocent until so proven guilty. <laughs> there's that part too. And you're taking that away from um, me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's just, you know, and then the fact that they're like um, in the Minneapolis police, um, like we're paying a bunch of officers overtime to protect and circle the guy's house. Did you see that? Um, Before the officer was arrested and charges were brought, he was fired, sent, sent home, fired. But the police department still deployed security detail on his house. I did not see that, but I did see um, where he was, um, after he had gotten fired, there were people, there were like a lot of people outside his home. And I did see where, where someone commented that, that he had ordered food from delivery oh, services. Yes. And they wouldn't, once they told the delivery person, they would deliver the food. So it was like, so he and they're hungry. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's funny, but not, but I was like, some small, like. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you know what? I, I'm not mad. I, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And speaking of which, this reminds me, you know, there's two stories that broke out right after. Uh, on t- So all this started on Tuesday. Uh, this incident with uh, where George Floyd was murdered by the police officer was on Monday, which was Memorial Day. Well, I mean, oddly enough. Um, so you have Memorial Day. This happens, and that same day we had the New York City incident of um, the bird watcher Christian Cooper, um, mm. who was literally minding his own business. Oh my god, we haven't talked that has also happened since we were last on here. No, it oh yeah, because both things both things happened on Monday, both stories broke on Tuesday, like they yes. broke simultaneously oh my God. and and i think that that's such an important um it's an important um correlation to draw i'm so moved from, on from that one so but yes well, because, yeah because, but they're very yeah. tied together yeah. right so just for in case anyone hasn't been paying attention um christian cooper is a black man and lives in new york city he is uh avid uh bird watcher he's out in central park in a part of central park called the rambles which apparently is like very well known for being kind of like a kind of a like off the beaten path Mm -hmm. but and like lots of like bird watchers go there apparently like it's a great that very Mm naturey part of the park or whatever and there's a woman amy cooper which no relations no relation, but it's typical. How, it, yeah, like, isn't that mm-hmm. typical? I was just like interesting. Anyway, so um, 
who is with her dog and she's got her dog off leash. And this is apparently a big issue in this particular part of the park. One, like they're supposed to, you're always supposed to have your dog on the leash anyway. Mm -hmm. But this area of the park in particular, bird watchers are very like vocal about it because loose dogs scare the birds away and sometimes catch birds and whatever. And that's like, you know, the opposite of what's supposed to be happening there. So Christian Cooper approaches the lady or just says to her like, Hey, can you please put your dog on a leash? And she is just refuses to, or whatever. And he's like, no, like really you need to, you know, like, I don't know how, what the, how the exchange goes. Cause the camera goes on. He turns his camera phone on because she starts like, you know, she just gets belligerent with him. Mm-hmm. And starts telling him what she's not going to do and how, you know, and like, and starts acting as though he's threatening her when he clearly is not. Like, he's nowhere near her. She, he's standing still and she's like running up on him. Right. Um, she still has not put her dog on the leash. She's holding the dog by his collar mm. um, and practically, choking, practically choking, the the, choking the dog out. Like, I was like, could you please put the dog on the leash just for the sake of the dog? Because, like, you're doing a whole lot right mm-hmm. now, right? And um, and so all of it, es- she escalates all of it just by not being able to take this direction of please put your dog on the leash and then she's like i'm calling the police on you i'm calling he's like you can call whoever you want but you really just need to put your dog on the leash lady and she's like i'm gonna tell them and this is all caught on camera which is so just she tells him i'm gonna call the police and i'm gonna tell them that an african-american man is threatening me Mm -hmm. and he's like okay go ahead <laughs> like do do whatever you want to do with that go ahead and she sure enough calls 911 and this is the part that gets Full me act. she goes into like straight oscar nomination peak peak whiteness white privilege because her 911 call if you didn't have the video to go with it the sound clip of this 911 call sounds like somebody is chasing her um, at knife point uh, has has physically tried to like grab her assault her she sounds panicked she sounds under attack um, and like and like literally like just like it like hysterical from like uh, uh, from the, the place of like being like victimized mm-hmm. and it's all caught on video because you see her go from like in kind of like you know this uh, bravado with him to this like heightened vulnerability act on the fr- vulnerable Yes, and she and she for, like and she literally it does exactly what she says. She gets on the call, she puts on this whole act, and she says to them, "There's a there's an African American man, you know, and you know, threatening me and approaching me, all this sort of whatever it is that she like, you know." And so that video broke out also on Tuesday, and then you have the same time the George Floyd video also breaking out, and. I think it was just for me the the correlation between the two. The fact that thank God nothing ended up happening to the bird watcher. The police by the time they got there, sister too, I think. Oh, I didn't. That I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that um, 
I guess by the time but the what I was what I read was that when by the time the police got there, they had both dispersed. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing to address. He said, or whatever. Like, she did put the leash on the dog, and he left. He walked away. Right. Like basically, right. all I wanted you to do was just right. Yeah. Like if you had just done that to begin with, this didn't need to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So, but it could have gone so differently, mm-hmm. right? Like if they had and so up. if they had shown up, if there had been whatever. It could have been another George Floyd, another, you know, name them. Like, I mean, Eric Garner. Yeah. Uh, she, I'm sorry. Know. She needs to be. Okay. She lost her job. She lost her dog. Um, she needs to be arrested. You just cannot. She blatantly made a false claim to the police. Right. Like, and that's it. Like, I mean, that's a law, right? Like, yeah, you're not allowed to do allowed that, to right? Do like, that. that is against like, the law. And surely that there, there needs to be some. I don't know if he has to press charges because he seems like so kumbaya. He's not gonna do it. He's not gonna do that. But I was like, it just to me, I was just sort of like, how is this? You know, like do don't you understand? And the fact that uh, you know, so there's been a few, a couple of think pieces already out there on this. But to me, and one of the things that made it so interesting to me, it was just it was so automatic for her. Oh yeah, she turned it, it on. She so went there really quickly. Quick. It was like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. It, it was like muscle. Memory. You know, she's like, been she doing just... this for years. Oh, All yeah. her life, she's been doing this. Like this is not this was not something. This isn't the first time that she's been confronted by somebody and decided to like pull you know, pull her, like, white privilege, I'm going to call the police and say a black man's whatever, you know, like, she's, she's tried it before, mm-hmm. um, and it was just so quick and automatic, and I was like, wow, you know, and that could have ended his life, mm-hmm. like, because, again, the, the entire topic of our show today <laughs> is that this is an ongoing pattern, you know, starting way back and all the way through up to Rodney King the last three decades just most recently with George Floyd and and probably somebody else some other uh people out there who just it didn't get caught on camera right Uh so like the fact that you know like you just had these two two news stories breaking at the same time and like the um the, the direct correlation between the two was just stunning. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I did read an article about her too. Amy? And, yeah, and how about from a, um, I love that her dog walkers were the ones that identified her. That was Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, they were, she had two different dog walkers and they hmm. like came forward and identified her. Um, huh. <laughs> that's funny. And then um, it, I can't remember what New York publication it was. It probably was some trash like the New York Post. Sorry, but um, it was <laughs> um, tabloidy thing. Her uh-huh. an ex friend of hers. Um, she basically um, kind of like lied on him, like that he was you know, doing some inappropriate things. And he was like, none of these things were true. I have proof that she's been harassing me. Um, We did not have a relationship. We were just friends. Um, This is all fabricated in her mind. And he had like put two, tried to get two restraining orders against her. So this this is some other person? Yeah, this is some other guy that she like harassed. 
And so I was just like, ooh, she seems like a nasty piece of work if you didn't um, even, I'm like, right. given like all of this. But this brings me to, I know this is, I just thought of this again. Again, I am very nonlinear. I'm so sorry. But another Don't thing apologize. that um, I want people, white people, not white people, to not say. <laughs> I'm trying hmm. to give you tips here if you don't want people tips. to go off on you. Right. Which is a good thing. Right? Yeah, because first of all, we're tired. I don't want to go yeah. off on anybody. <laughs> right. So if you could do something or not say to help to, yeah, keep, to it. keep me yeah. like level and not incite me to violence and get out of character. <laughs> um, do not mention <sighs> black on black crime. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like the fact that police officers are first of all trained and supposed to de-escalate. They know that they have a job that they put their lives in danger every day. Um, mm-hmm. th- and they are once first and foremost, they are charged to protect and serve. Yes. So <laughs> these are not the people that should be killing anybody. So, right. you know, they are trained to de-escalate, or they should be, to de-escalate be. and to protect and to serve and to do things without, you know, killing somebody. So that's mm-hmm. one thing. Um, the other thing is, you know, I need you to be aware of intra-racial violence. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> you're most likely to kill someone that you are around. So (laughs) just like emphasize, like most likely the mother killed the child because the mother is that primary person around that child. So most Mm -hmm. deaths by children. Um, Yeah, there was one recently where a woman um, killed her autistic son and said like a black man. Oh, I saw that. And she made two attempts. Like she did that. I was like, are you serious? She, yeah, she and, some, yeah. Wasn't one of the attempts was caught on camera, right? Like her trying to dump yes, him in like the river someone, or something. Yeah, someone saw it and got the kid out. And I was like, how was she able to like continue on? Right. Who, who let her go? Who let her keep the kid after you saw her do that? Oh like, yeah. So anyway, I'm just like, that's a lot. So yeah, mother child. Um, if you're in a community with someone, like, yeah, white on white crime is a very high percentage like near like in the high 80 percentile mm-hmm. as well you yeah. are around certain groups of people you have conflicts with those people they're more murders <laughs> among people of the same race or who live in the same community so yes, basically strife and conflict happen amongst people who are adjacent to one another right you I don't, don't typically have beef yeah. with somebody like 10 miles away. Right. <laughs> I don't know you. I don't know you. We cool. We're not in the same we cool. Or community. Yeah. I don't know you. I don't so know you. this narrative of black on black crime is just not the truth. I mean, it's yes, like that is the truth, but it's not in the proper context. Like that's a, it has nothing to do with this. This has and yeah, first it's of all, it has completely nothing to do with this. It's completely unrelated. It is completely unrelated. Like, like stop and yeah, we had like a leader in our company um make a comment about that. And I was like, you know what? Oh, I didn't no. even see it. I think it had gotten erased, but he got lit into by everybody. Good. 
And I Good, was yeah, like, it's so stupid. Like, because it, it's like, it has, it's unrelated. And it's sort of like, yeah, you're right. Generally speaking, we'd like no one to murder anybody. Right? Like, right. Because, yeah, like, I think this- that is right. <laughs> yep, that's right. But, yeah, I don't want people protecting this, the fact that people are supposed to. Yeah, this person, you know, they're in gangs or they have like a legitimate beef, like they're fighting about. That's That's a totally different thing than the person who is has sworn to serve and protect me killing me mm-hmm. these are two totally different things mm-hmm. two very different things they're very different. very different things like yeah murder's yeah. bad we all agree with that like we no all agree one with disagrees that. with that no one disagrees oh, it God. just feels especially heinous when it comes from the person who's supposed to be protecting me right. And that's I mean, that's like, all we're saying. Growing up in Los <laughs> Angeles in the 80s and 90s, mm, yeah, you did seriously. not want to call, like, it was a last resort to call the police when something was happening. Because right. it only made things worse. It didn't <laughs> make things better. And what the heck? Like, that is, like, the right. complete opposite of what other people feel about the police. And I've said, like, many times, like, my friend's father, like, stood around and, like, you know, told us um, about like how we should act when the police stopped it. He made up little cards to give people. Yeah. Yeah. To tell you've mentioned yeah, that before. To yeah. To tell you what you need to do if a police officer stops you, and that is like ridiculous. It's like so ridiculous. Or how many of our you know friends or you know boyfriends or cousins or yeah. whoever who have been stopped. I remember. Oh. A date. I'm probably just going on a date, and literally, he got stopped on the way there to pick you up. Yes, because you know he fit the description. Yeah, being a big mm-hmm. black man. Um, yep, they're all the same. They're all they all the same. Like... And then, like, first of all, we missed our show. Right. And then, like, he was in a bad mood the whole rest of the night. Right, <laughs> messed up, messed up my night, yeah. messed up my good night. Right, I was supposed to have, I, we were supposed to have a good time. I, I was and now here we are, yes. off of your mess. Now I had to like tend to somebody's like emotions, and, like, right. distress. Like I didn't sign up for this. No, nobody did. And you know, and that's one of the things that to me was so. Um, you know, I watched the George Floyd video. I could only, I only watched it the one time because I couldn't stand to look at it. Oh, another. I can't. I didn't. I can't watch any. Of videos i just it's i just can't it's awful it's awful and but one of the things that struck me because like i said we've had this crowd of people the the person that's filming it the crowd of people that you hear like starting to gather you know yelling at them telling telling them to stop telling them to get up all this sort of thing or whatever and it's like you realize like as you're watching it like as a bystander you take that role and that like absolute sense of helplessness because these are the police Mm -hmm. like if i saw if this was in a bar fight somewhere right (laughs) and it's just like other civilians i would call the police because somebody is choking this guy out right Mm -hmm. and but like in this scenario the level of like just utter helplessness because you're yelling at them to stop and normally you would call the police because of this sort of situation but they're the ones who are doing it yeah like there's no there's no help there's nowhere to go there's this sense of complete and utter helplessness Mm -hmm. and that was so striking to me because it was just kind of like yeah who do you call 
to police the police. Yeah. In the moment, as I'm watching this, there's nothing I can do to help this man and save his life. Because if I physically involve myself, I'm going to get killed too. And there's going to be some narrative around, you know, some, and, there's, you know, I'll be dead. He'll be dead. I'll be dead. And they will create a narrative around why it was okay to kill us both. Yeah. And right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, because another thing, the killers of Brianna, they have not been arrested yet. Oh. Um, this part too, I was like, and I'm not going to say her name, um, a Facebook friend who's Latina. And mm. um, she posted about how when she was 10 years old, you know, LAPD again, mm. you know, LAPD back then, it's different now. They've come a long way. They have. And part, partly because of the riots. Mm-hmm. That was yep. one of the th- positive things that yep. came, they had to clean up <laughs> the police yeah. department. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she was talking about when she was two years old and how the LAPD um, stopped her father in, basically in front of their house because he was a miss, missing the, you know, the sticker, his tag. Mm. He got pulled over. You know, she was kind of asleep. Her mother was, you know, across the street. They had him on the ground. Like the boot was on her father. His boot, the officer's boot was on her father's back. She's like, he held, they held him there for almost an hour. And like mm. with his foot on her father's neck and back. And <sighs> it's like the officer didn't call for backup. It was just him and the, the dad. It was late at night. Um, she's like, you could hear the officer yelling at him. She was supposed to be in bed. Um, her mother, she's like, her mother's English wasn't that great. But she was like mm. screaming from the you know house saying like, stop, please stop to the officer. Right. And she's like, just so happened, a black man happened to drive by, did not know them at all, but he pulled over and, like, went to her mom and, um, like, tried to comfort the mom and saw that she was mm-hmm. there and told her to go back inside and to stay inside. And basically, um, he yelled at the officer that he couldn't do that. It was against the law. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, just asked for his, you know you know, wrote down his um, information um, and asked for his um, badge number. It basically just like, mm-hmm. you know, and she's, she's like, this black man risked his own life. And she's like, for her right. father, you know, because right. like, you know, he eventually like the black guy just kept like, you know, pestering them until like he finally like just stopped. And he's like, but yeah, she's like, you know, they were distraught. The dad thanked the stranger. She's like, they exchanged telephone numbers. And she's like, he was a family friend until he died like a couple of years ago. Wow. Because, and I was like, and I like that. Like, they, they realize that he put his life in danger sure. for, for them. And so it's just like, oh. that's how you be an ally. <laughs> like, when you yeah. see something, like, do something. And I've seen like, you know, people, I've seen like some other people do that. This white guy saw like a police car um, pull over and had like some guys handcuffed. There were like four of them and one one guy that they're detaining. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he just stood there and just watched. Right. And he's like, mm-hmm. he started videotaping. He's like, and the officer started like laughing at him. Um, and he was like, you know, again, like, you know, talking to them like, hey, like, what are, you know, what are you guys doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, 
we shouldn't have to do that. Like, the fact that we right. should not have to do this. Yeah. We shouldn't. But, you know, it's, you know, it's, like, again, there's so many of these stories of people, you know, just intervening as much as they can to try to, like, prevent these incidents from happening. It's just a shame that it has to be that way, that, you know, that, again, you shouldn't have to police the police. Um, citizens <laughs> shouldn't have to um to to police the police but um but yeah i mean like that is again like we keep going back to that there's lots of ways to be an ally um and you know just interjecting yourself when um when you see wrong wrong doing mm-hmm. happening in front of you is is one of the ways you know it's just um so yeah so just like like we said at the top of this it's just it's a lot you guys <laughs> it's just a lot and it's exhausting and and i think you know the other you know edge of it is that you know there's just <clears throat> it's exhausting and yet we can't ignore it it's exhausting and yet we have to keep fighting we have to keep trying to do something about it we can't just like you know sit, you don't we don't no one no, none of us white black or otherwise brown we don't have the luxury of just being like you know oh well right (laughs) like it's something needs to happen there has to be movement on all pressure pressure points all have to press in in order for change to take place so um yeah 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 it's It's crazy now i put like what a a psa i put on my um instagram i was (laughs) like psa all the black people in your life are tired today don't ask us for nothing management and yes. what if I write oh, friends like um noted, love you. <laughs> oh, I love you. That's perfect. Right. Duly noted. Yes. Yep. I was like, yep. tired and on edge. Somebody responded. I was like, yes, like it's you know, it's like the um yeah. the message. <laughs> like don't push me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't push me. Mm. Yeah, we are definitely close to the mm. edge. For All sure. right, friend. We've been talking for. I mean, we said we're gonna. This is, you know, what it reminds me. It's like, uh, remember the after after school specials, or like, or like, um, on the like sitcoms when there'd be like a very special episode of Different Strokes. Oh, like, I love the very different episodes. They were all so good. They're always like, you know, there's a particular topic like child abuse or like, you know, whatever. So this has been a very special episode. Uh, wait, mm-hmm. tell me everything. I think you uh, have your title there. <laughs> that is the title. I think I think I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't even mean to. Very good. I hope you are. It is good. Finding things that bring you joy. I did watch the yeah. high note yesterday with Tracy Ellis Ross. We're probably they're probably watching it again right now. Um, okay, I um, I watched um, what made me happy last night because I just needed to check out was um, Dave Chappelle. There's the um, he did. They have the special on Netflix of his like receiving the Mark Twain Prize mm-hmm. for comedy mm-hmm. at the Kennedy Center. And it's just so first, you know, I love Dave Chappelle. That's my boy. And um, 
and so it's it's him like you know like so it's just like all the like cuts from like him like you know like all in and around dc like the night of the, mm-hmm. the night before and the night of the actual thing the actual award show itself which is like you know like a tribute to him so it's people kind of like coming up um so it's it's your boy a season sorry mm-hmm. and um uh what's his He's face still kind of uh, like John's- in the doghouse even though he made a new special but people still kind of canceled him <laughs> Which I think is yeah he's mm-hmm. appropriate yeah <laughs> um, but he's on there like it's a bunch of comedians um, Sarah Silverman John mm-hmm. Stewart um, the dude Neil um, Neil who, oh this, you know like who, the Chappelle uh, show yeah his like co-person yeah mm-hmm. his co-person so like he, like so all it's like tributes to him that are like also really funny uh tiffany haddish you know so it's a bunch of folks talking about him whatever erica badu he's so crazy Mm -hmm. common john legend so there's like music too like so it was good like it was just like a good like black excellence you know (laughs) like just like goodness and talent being awarded you know like it was good like i was like okay this is that was my like Like, I'm just going to check out for, like, it's, like, an hour and 45 minutes or something like that. So, it was just, like, a nice, like, uh, on Netflix, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah, check that out. So, um, but, you know, people, like, white folks, we've given you lots of good tips today. Um, And all our black and brown people, you know, find your thing. Take care of yourself. You know, whatever your mental health uh, habits need to be, you know, double up on those in, I know in these it's weeks hard. because, um, like, you know, back away from hard. social media sometimes or, you know, just yes. because, like you said, like Turn you watch off. the videos. I knew that that was too much for me. I didn't watch. I haven't watched right. any of the videos. I just I, I can't handle it. And I know that I can't. I don't need those images. Right. So right. just, you know, um I just know y'all again with the corona stuff, y'all get it together because I really need to get on a plane to go somewhere. Um Yeah, I'm ready to I'm ready to uh, travel. And you know we're only uh twenty twenty one days away, twenty two days yeah, away from so my birthday. I'm, I'm aware. Um again, <laughs> the first place I'm going when all this is over is LA. I have to come home. Whoop, yeah, whoop. I was supposed to be home whoop, whoop, in a in like on the twelfth. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I know that that spring yeah. trip got all jacked up. Thank, Thank you, you, coronavirus. Corona. Um, but I do need to yeah. go like see my family and friends and just be by the water for a little bit. And yeah, we were kind of been planning mm. this European trip that keeps getting pushed back. That I was like, yes, I finally girl. got some money to do it. And now, no. Yes. So, um, girl, keep stacking those so chips. Like, Come on, we gonna have yes, a good trip. It's gonna be fabulous. Yes, maybe we can yes. stay in the uh, fancy hotel, <laughs> stay next door to. Girl, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, how am hysterical. I on the same block with this fa- fancy hotel uh, right. in this hotel? I was like, it's a nice area, right. though. So I was like, this is a good choice for the price. Yeah, side-eyeing it as oh, you look past. Well, I went spot. in and had um, <laughs> drinks and dessert. So, yes. Yeah, so okay, like, good. Oh, yes, yes. I'm going to be over here with the fabulousness. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That is so funny. I love it. Yeah, no, I am. That is, for me, I think that's my biggest thing. Like, 
I definitely miss like the day to day of like, you know, you know, hooking up with friends for drinks mm-hmm. and dinner or whatever, you know, like that'll be good when all that comes back into play. But more than anything, I'm like, this is the time of year that I travel, yes. you know, like I'm usually in yes. Atlanta, like, like last week or the week before would have mm-hmm. been my normal like Atlanta trip, you know, and then like in, my birthday comes up in June, I do something else, you know, like there's like all my yeah. summer travel and, you know, like, so I usually I'm, like, take my Maureen uh, Hilton Head trip. Which is my relaxing trip. Which, sure, oh God, I love Hilton Head so much. It's so again like the youngest people there by a good twenty years, and no nightlife. <laughs> All you do is like relax and drink and eat. I love it. I'm down and, like, with that. By the water, that's beautiful. So, I love Hilton Head. People are like, oh my god, there's nothing to do there. I was like, I don't want to do nothing. I mean, I don't want to do anything. Like, <laughs> right. I want nothing. Right. I want to do nothing. <laughs> Sometimes that's the kind of trip you need. Yeah. I mean, there's all well, there's all different types of trips. There's, you know, trips where you're going to explore and find, mm-hmm. you know, taking the local color and all that. And that's great. Those are active, you know, there's, but then there's those trips where, you know, you, you just want to go lay on mm-hmm. a beach somewhere. You don't need, you don't need nightlife. You don't need anything. You just want a drink mm-hmm. with an umbrella and a big floppy hat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, and that's, that's terrific. That's and I'm like that is well in order. Oh my I'm gosh! Like, I was like, plane tickets are going to be sky high. Um, once we can fly again, everybody's going to try to go somewhere. I know. See, that's what sucks. It's like you can't really anticipate. Like it's like I'd love lo- love to buy a ticket now for later, but like later is so ambiguous. I know people who did. They bought you know? like two hundred dollar tickets to Puerto Rico for like um, okay. like it's like her, her guy, and like two kids. And like, yeah, so like that's great. Two hundred a piece to go to Puerto Rico for a fit. Um, that's great. Mm-hmm. And she got it, I think, for July or something. I was like, girl, you ain't going nowhere in July. I was like, I want my birthday trip to be somewhere, but I'm like, I think I might have to postpone it to August for my birthday trip this year. We shall see. Yeah, I feel like August might be yeah. safe. Because the thing is, there's going to be a window, and it's, it's going to be, be a short. short there's going to be a window up again before the end of the year. It's going to re up, yeah, and it's going to re up. So it's like there's going to be a short window, and it's like, yeah, trying to hit, trying to figure out what that window is, and really Man, like landing that. that like, I also wanted to go to Vegas. I'm like, okay, I'm ooh. definitely not going to Vegas because that's like a cesspool of germs. Cesspool. So, but I really do want to go to Vegas because I met somebody who said they'd never gone to Vegas, and I was like, what? Are you serious? Okay, but all right, let me go. I need to socialize with the peeps. All right, girl, I'm gonna start figuring out, shutting things down. All righty, soon. Sounds good. All right, bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait, tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait, tell me everything at gmail.com.